0: You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. I'm
1: gonna spend this next hour doing a deep dive into the Super Bowl, getting ready for Super Bowl 58. Uh, reminder back on the airwaves tomorrow, bright and early, 7 a.m. Uh, until 11 a.m. Amani Toomer, Mike Tannenbaum join me. We've got a slew of guests who's gonna be popping on as well. The Giants, uh, they find a defensive coordinator. We'll have Jordan Renan talking about that. Woody Johnson throwing uh, both Sala and Zach Wilson under the bus uh, out there in Las Vegas. We'll have Rich Samini on to talk about that. Uh, We'll have a guest who covers the 49ers, a guest who covers the Kansas City Chiefs. So uh, your Super Bowl pregame show, uh, getting you ready for everything right here on 98.70 SPN, starting bright and early tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. So while you're running around, grabbing your whatever, your dips, your chips, your whips, whatever it is, uh, make sure you tune in tomorrow. Um, so, okay, first things first. I, I don't understand why the, uh, the the 49ers are favored here. I, I just don't. I, the Kansas City Chiefs are the better team. Superior coach in Andy Reid. Been there, done that. Got the free T-shirt. Has won before. Steve Spagnolo, defensive coordinator, Extra time to prepare for a second year quarterback in Brock Purdy, who's probably gonna wet the bed. Gimme Mahomes, better quarterback, 10-1-1 against the spread as an underdog in his career. Is probably gonna feast against this 49ers zone defense. Experience matters. This will be his fourth time playing in a Super Bowl. Ridiculous. Better defense, better kicker in Butker a stadium that they know extremely well, 4-0 at Allegiant Field, Allegiant Stadium, the Kansas City Chiefs are. They played a tougher schedule throughout the season, one of the most demanding strengths of schedule this year in the NFL. Meanwhile, the 49ers 12th in regard to strength of schedule. And a 49ers team that, let's be honest, nearly lost to the Packers and the Lions whose defenses can't even hold a candle, the Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City Chiefs, top eight in third-down defense, zone defense, and special teams. Um, Chris Jones, in this Chiefs pass rush, led the league in batted down passes. McDuffie and Sneed, two guys and arguably one of the best secondaries in the NFL. Meanwhile, the 49ers... 27th and third down defense, 14th and red zone defense, and 25th and special teams. I, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. I really don't. Um. So game wise, I'm on Kansas City. Give me them plus two. I'm going to play Kansas City on the money line. I'm also going to play Kansas City minus six and a half. And by the way, you could get that at plus two fifty five. So what does that mean? It means for every one hundred dollars down you win back $255 playing the Kansas City Chiefs at minus 6.5. So what I'm saying is I think Kansas City beats the 49ers by at least a touchdown. Kansas City up in the first quarter and win the game plus 285. Kansas City up at the half and win the game 2-1. to Kansas City is phenomenal in the second half. Okay. I want to share these stats with you. I've got, I've been talking about this game for two weeks now. I, the, um, the copious amount of notes I have. Um, so, this is interesting. So, Kansas City, their defense, opponents scored a touchdown in the regular season 14% of drives in the second half throughout the season, which was the fourth lowest in the NFL. So if you didn't know, like the the Kansas city chiefs second half under was like a ridiculous trend that won a ton of people, um, a ton of money. Okay. And a big reason why was the Kansas city chiefs offense sputtered the season. There was that. And defensively, they just played phenomenal defense in the second half. Again, only 14% score rate in the second half in the regular season. Guess what? They only got better in the postseason. Opponents have scored only one touchdown in 14 drives in the second half of games in the postseason against against the Kansas City Chiefs. At 7%, their score rate dropped almost half. In the playoffs, against better teams, against the Ravens. Unbelievable people. Meanwhile, for the 49ers, they got worse. So in the regular season, the 49ers led in yards per play on first down. They averaged seven yards per play on first down. In the postseason, only 5.6. In the regular season, they had a league low. Only 36% of the time did their drives reach a third down. Think about that for a minute. So only 36% of the time were the San Francisco 49ers third end. League low. In the postseason, 50% of the time. 50% of the time now. The 49ers are third and third and two, third and four, third and five, third and seven. 50% of the time. So, offensively they got worse. And defensively. So So in the regular season, the 49ers defense only allowed 30 yards per drive. Okay? And in the postseason, they're allowing 41 yards per drive. In the regular season, they only allow their opponents to get to the red zone 25% of the time. In the postseason, they're allowing their opponents to get to the red zone 50% of the time. So, again, I don't quite understand These are two teams traveling in opposite directions uh, in the regular season compared to the postseason. But yet, the 49ers are favored. Just something doesn't add up here. So again, game-wise, Kansas City plus two, Kansas City in the money line. I'm going to play Kansas City minus six and a half. I'm going to play Kansas City winning at the half and winning the game. Kansas City up in the first quarter and winning the game. I'm going to play Kansas City second half spread at minus one because I just shared with you how great they are in the second half defensively. And um, and also, I'm going to play the highest scoring half is in the first half because, again, defensively in the second half, they just ball out. Okay. Um, I'm also going to play the under in this game. And it's it's teetering somewhere around 47, 48, 48 and a half. I'm also going to play the second half under at 26 now 60% of the public money is on the over and I totally understand it right it's 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 Patrick Holmes and it's Travis Kelsey and it's Andy Reid, and it's this Kansas City offense and oh by the way it's the 49ers this potent offense with all these great players but the games the game script that I see happening here is a lot of running the football with both the 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs. I think both teams are going to go run heavy. They're going to want to control possession, time of possession. They're going to want to keep each other's offenses off the field. Kansas City 11-4-1 on the under this season. 11-4-1 on the under this season, the regular season. Okay. Um, and like I said, opponents have scored just one touchdown, 7% of the drives in the second half against the Kansas city chiefs this postseason. Also, another thing to consider is that this is a much different offense in regard to how they're executing for the Kansas city chiefs. This isn't like a take shots downfield down and the Kansas city chiefs score fast. It's not. This offense is a very dink and dunk offense with Travis Kelsey and Rasheed Rice and Pacheco. They're averaging six to nine minutes per drive this season. The Kansas City Chiefs are. And on top of that, uh, you've got Harrison Butker, Butker, who's one of the very best kickers in the NFL. And he is like, and and keep in mind, this is going to be indoors. So no weather conditions. And I want to say his track record at Allegiant Field is ridiculous. So... Hence why I, I'm, I'm going to play the under. Um, and just a side note, I'm sure everybody, you know, leading into the season, I'm sure everybody saw like Oz, the mentalist. He he took his tour around the NFL and he had a stop with the Jets. At that point in time, Miko Hardman was a part of the Jets wide receiving core. Miko Hardman predicted a 31-21 victory. At that, t- at that point in time, he was with the Jets. Now he's with Kansas City but with Oz the mentalist Hardman predicted a 31-21 victory over the 49ers so i'm going to play that that exact score by the way you can get it 80 to 1 80 to 1 i'm i'm just i'm going to play it because i'll be really upset with myself if that's the final score Kansas City over the 49ers 31 to 21 and i didn't play it at 80 to 1 i'm going to play it just for poops and giggles. But that's how I'm playing it. Uh, I see you, Mike, in Belmore. Uh, We get back. I'll take your calls. Uh, Also, I'll dive into uh, some other fun bets uh, that that I'm going to play heading into uh, tomorrow's action. Um, We'll do that next, right here on 98.7 ESPN.
0: You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. visit Visit 1-80-Gambler.net. First bet offer for new customers only, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel.
2: We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com.
0: Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up hypnotic and cognac weighing heavy on the team.
1: Uh, Julian and Chantel producing the show. Guys, any update on uh, Brunson or anybody else hearing anything? Active, attractive, going to play, going to not?
0: Brunson's game time decision uh, so far.
2: Burke and uh, Bojan are in, most likely.
1: Okay. All right. Yeah,
2: they're looking to play.
1: Um. We're going to hear from Joe Wiz coming your way in about uh, 10 minutes, so definitely stay tuned for that, as he always joins us each and every Saturday. Him as well, getting you ready for the big game. Uh, anytime touchdowns, got to go with Pacheco. Um, I, I love C-Mac, but it's like minus 250, to something. So what does that mean? It means you've got to put down $250 to win $100. So if I'm going to play anytime touchdown with Christian McCaffrey, it's going to, it's going to be like a, in a parlay. But you could get Pacheco anytime touchdown at minus 120. And I think Pacheco has a better matchup because the 49ers, uh, their interior line uh, just gives up over 5, actually 5.3, 5.5 yards per carry. And that's where Pacheco likes to run. So I'm expecting a big day from Pacheco. So Pacheco, anytime touchdown, minus 120. Uh, Kelsey, anytime touchdown is minus 110, which is some good odds there for you as well. I do like Kittle to score a touchdown as well, plus at 180. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs play a ton of man defense and Kittle's one of the best tight ends in the NFL against man defense. Also, I think Spags is going to be getting after Purdy. I think he's going to be looking to dump off the ball quite a bit, and I think he's going to be looking Kittle's way. How about this? This might surprise you. Do you know that Patrick Mahomes has not scored a rushing touchdown all season long? Marinating that for a minute. Wasn't that... that Uber surprising to me. Has not scored a rushing touchdown all season long, not one. You can wager that he's going to score one in this game at four to one. Those are some really really good odds. So I'm going to play that as well. Uh, you could play that CMax going to score two touchdowns. That's at plus two twenty five. Pacheco to score two touchdowns at four seventy five. Again, I think Pacheco has a better matchup. Kansas City defense is better. So there's that. Um, here's a fun one for you. How about, and we talked about this with Fat Jack, professional handicapper, about an hour ago, no touchback on the opening kickoff. And you could get this at plus money at plus 230. Now, over the last 32 Super Bowls, the no is a whopping 28 and four. So no touchbacks in 28 and Of the last 32 Super Bowls. However, the last two have had touchbacks. Why? Because they moved up where, of course, they kick the ball now. But here's, and as Fat Jack alluded to, uh, the league uses a commemorative ball for opening kickoffs. So it's heavier. It's not uh, worn. It's not used. And so it's it's actually it's it's heavier and harder for them to kick so kickers have a more difficult time achieving the full distance so Kansas City kickoffs this year touchback percentage 83% 49 or 62% Butker four touchbacks on five kicks at this stadium this season in Vegas Moody 7 for 7 against Detroit with no touchbacks, three and two to New Orleans and Green Bay indoors. So I'm definitely going to play no touchback at plus 230. We'll see, of course, if that hits. Definitely going to play Purdy to, to, to throw an interception. Uh, I think Spags is going to tee up some real tough stuff for him. Very similar. Listen, Lamar Jackson and the Ravens had a tough time. Spags is one of the best defensive coordinators in the NFL, uh, and for a second-year guy in Purdy, I, I think I, I think Spags and especially Spags having two weeks to prepare for this bad boy, uh, watch out, okay, watch out. Um, you could also wager that he's not going to throw just one, but two interceptions at four to one. Um. We're going to take a quick break. We come back. Fat Jack, not Fat Jack, uh, Joe Wiz. Joe Wiz is going to join us. He has his own gambling shows here on 98.7 ESPN. We'll see what he's going to tee up for us for the big game. And then uh, and then also when we come back, I have a Taylor Swift special parlay for you. I'm going to share with you on the show before we pass the baton on to our Knicks pregame show. So you definitely want to stay tuned for that. Uh, quick break. Joe Wiz joins us next, right here on 98.7 ESPN.
0: You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's
1: Pizza, better because it has to be. Uh, Without further ado, uh, Joe Wiz joins us on the program. He's got his own gambling show here on 98.7 ESPN. Joe, you ready for tomorrow?
2: Yes, Anita, tomorrow at this time. We are literally less than 24 hours away from Super Bowl 58. I'm really pumped up. Uh, Legion Stadium is going to be rocking. And, yeah, all the talk is over. All the hype is over. It's time to get down to business.
1: Is it? Is all the – is because I, I don't know about you. I'm going to be <laughs> – I still has I still have four hours of radio tomorrow, an hour of television tomorrow, so for me, no, the talk isn't over i we're still going to be talking about this for hours tomorrow
2: well, you know what I mean there's only twenty four hours to the big game. I know people have been talking about it forever, but this game is so intriguing it's uh it's really uh is it? you know it makes you, go you back think and this forth game, it's wait. Very...
1: intriguing oh now i'm intrigued that you find it intriguing. Uh, why, very why, intriguing. Really? Why this, do you find this, this game one here, intriguing?
2: This line here, mm-hmm. Anita, with this game here is one of the. Uh, I've been going back and forth with it, and I finally made my decision today, and I was going to wait until tomorrow. I did not make my decision until today after talking to so many people, and I just mean regular, my, my regular clients, just general and everybody. Um, and uh, I found it very, very, very challenging to, see, um, you know, to come up with a decision in this game here.
1: Okay. Um, well, yeah, we're, 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 we're all waiting for it. So uh, this line, uh, right now, uh, the 49ers favored by two, one and a half in some places, depending on what side you're on here. I mean, look for, you know, obviously if, if you're on the Kansas city side, you want them at two. If you're on the 49ers side, you want them at one and a half. What side are you on?
2: Well, Anita, the first thing I did, I said about my show, which is on every Saturday morning at 8 a.m., I told people if they're going to be playing San Francisco to do the money line. I know it sounds crazy because the line's only one and a half and two, but, you know, my recommendation is if you like the San Francisco side – just do the money line and don't mess with the spread because now with this day and age with these uh, missed extra points and the two-point conversions, a game could possibly land on one and one and a half. On the other hand, if you're going to play Kansas City, which the majority of the people do like is Kansas City, I recommend you buy it up to three if you're going to take Kansas City. Now, four of the last five meetings, uh, four of the last five Super Bowls, I should say, have gone under the total, with the exception of last year in the high-scoring game uh, where uh, Kansas City beat the uh, Eagles 38 to 35. It's when you look at the game, San Francisco is very fortunate to be here. We all know that. Listen, they should have, they could have easily been beaten by Green Bay, and if it wasn't for Dan Campbell and making some poor coaching decisions, the Detroit Lions should be here. On the other hand, Kansas City has looked nothing but spectacular, taking care of Miami in the frozen game at Arrowhead, going to Orchard Park, uh, and then taking care of uh, Baltimore and Lamar Jackson, who just won the MVP. With all that being said, I am going with the San Francisco 49ers, to knock off the Kansas City Chiefs. Why? Why? Well, there's a couple okay, reasons. I need to Let's
1: do this. Let's do this. Wait, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's have some fun. Better coach. Who, who's the better coach, Andy Reid or Kyle Shanahan?
2: There is no doubt that Andy Reid is the better coach.
1: Okay. Better quarterback.
2: There is no doubt that Patrick Mahomes is a much better quarterback than Brock Purdy, who is a rookie going into this this type of environment.
1: Better defense.
2: Better defense. I know that Kansas city is the number two ranked defense in the NFL and San Francisco's defense hasn't looked good. Now, if you go by the body of work throughout the whole season, um, I can make an argument that San Francisco's defense talent wise is just as good stat wise. Kansas City has the better defense.
1: Special teams.
2: Special teams, the kicking edge goes to the Kansas City Chiefs. Obviously, so, okay, Francisco's okay. Moody.
1: So, so, all right. So, so, give so, then give me why are you the on the Why are you on the 49 Like, better coach, better quarterback, better special teams, better defense. So, why are you on the 49ers?
2: I want this segment replayed when San Francisco beats Kansas City uh, okay. next week when I'm on the air with you, hopefully. But when you look at it here, why are the San Francisco 49ers favoring this game here? You look at this game here. Vegas desperately needs the 49ers. It's very rare that they need a favorite in a game, okay? Everybody in their grandmother is betting Kansas City. You ask a 1,000 people, 998 of them are going to be playing Kansas City. Oh, okay? Vegas is and- going to
1: take a bath. If Kansas City wins, they're going to take it. You're them. right, and that's yeah. not
2: going to happen. The House very rarely loses, Anita, okay? This goes against all my basic fundamentals of doing this for almost three decades, okay? If this was a regular Monday night game and I looked at this game here, I would even have more conviction on the 49ers. I'm going with San Francisco because I think that their defense is going to show up. Um, personally, I think that the uh, Kansas City Chiefs, You know, they've overachieved a little bit in the playoffs here. They've done really well, and it looks like they can't lose the game either. But normally when things like this happen, it goes against everything that I I, I preach. And uh, as much as I'd like to sit there and say, hey, Kansas City with the better defense, the better quarterback, they're going for – it's just too easy. The whole world is on Kansas City. And, uh, you know, they may win, but I'm making my position based on the – Betting patterns. I've learned to develop and see what goes on with the public and see what's going on. And I know the public wins a lot in the Super Bowls and these marquee games here. But listen, we've been listening to ESPN and every outlet out there, and there is nobody that is picking the San Francisco 49ers. Very few people, few and far between, and I'm one of them. And if they lose, I can live with my decision. But I'm not going to be stuck with the public's position, which is on Kansas City. I mean, Kansas City right now, based on the way they've been playing, the way they took. Care- Buffalo, the way they shut down Lamar Jackson. They should be favored in this game, man. Why is Kansas City getting points in this game here, yet everybody's betting betting them? It just doesn't make sense. The House has taken a position on this game here. We know how much is at stake here. Over $20 billion is a bet here, okay? And this is not going to be a juice-out game where they're going to half the people on one side and the casino is just going to clean up on juice. Not the case. Vegas might need to borrow some money from people if, they, if, if for some reason, uh, Kansas City wins. And I know that everybody is on Kansas City but not me. I'm on the 49ers, despite all the intangible factors. I'm going, I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with them. I'm going to go with the, I think the the better talented team overall, overall on paper, better talent, San Francisco to me is the better team than Kansas city, even though the chiefs have looked much better and they have in the last few weeks. But I think Kansas city, uh, they come out and play the way they did against in week one, when they came out there and shut down the Steelers and the Steelers snuck up the joint. But I think the San Francisco 49ers, I think their defense is going to show up and I think they're going to shut down Kansas City.
1: Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Uh, is, yes, there, is I there... love
2: it. I love it. I just don't I just can't be I just can't agree with everybody. You neither just I know it seems so easy and hey, tomorrow at this time, there'll be, you know, whatever happens happens, but you know, when 9:30 comes around, the, the whole world is going to be shocked when they see Brock Purdy and McCaffrey. Uh, Carrying that trophy in a couple of hours uh, after the game uh, around 10 o'clock tomorrow.
1: Um, any any prop bets? Is there one prop bet out there that you really like in this matchup?
2: You know, I'm not big on the prop bets, but there was one I did like. I did like Pacheco, though, to rush for over 66 and a half yards. Um, you know, I know San Francisco gave up like over hundred and eight was 182 yards to the Detroit Lions, but I think that Pacheco uh, is going to be a big factor. There. I think that the Kansas City game plan is going to be more to give keep the, keep the ball, um, give, give Pacheco the ball as much as possible. Um, I think that's the over 66 and a half yards. And I look for Purdy to rush for whatever the total is uh, for the rushing amount of yards that he's rushing. But, you know, sometimes you get involved with the profits. I was never big on the profits. I know a lot of people are, but there's so many of them out there. It's like, you know, I'm trying to concentrate on the game, and um, my money's on San Francisco, and as long as they win, I'll be happy.
1: Uh, let's uh, let's turn our attention to the NBA and the Knicks making money moves as we got uh, closer, of course, to the trade deadline. Knicks fans have to be really, really excited about what they've done, but they do have a number of players uh, that are injured, right? Harden is out, Randall's out, OG's out. Uh, there's some talk and speculation that Brunson is going to play, but the Pacers are still favored by five here. The over-under is 234-and-a-half. Do you have a play in this Pacers-Knicks game tonight?
2: Yeah, when you take a look at it, that's the big question mark. Is Brunson gonna play? I mean, his game time decision here. We know that uh, Randall, Hartenstein, and Obi uh, Sims is game time decision, and Brunson is. If Brunson is gonna play, is he gonna be 100 percent? We know how those ankle injuries go. Uh, Halliburton is he gonna be on a time? Is he gonna be on uh, limited minutes here? The last time they played back February 1st, uh, the Knicks beat them, but you know Halliburton was not didn't play as much as he did. I'm um, still am gonna go with the total under because I don't think Brunson's gonna be 100 percent even. Even if he does play, that's so. If he doesn't play, that makes my play even stronger here. I mean, the Knicks go under uh, quite a bit. There are 10 games under 500 this so far. Well, 21 overs and 30, uh, 21 unders. They go quite over, over more like 60% of the time they go under the totals. And um, the Pacers are one of the higher scoring teams in the NBA. I know that. But it's all going to be based on Halliburton. If he plays 100%. The Knicks, we know that they're banged up, and um, the last two games have gone over the total, but they're still going plenty under. In the last 20 games, the Knicks have gone under 16 and just four overs, and that's including the last two games where they have gone over because they were just shooting the ball light, you know, lights out. But uh, my play in this game here is to go under the total, um, especially not knowing the status of Brunson. If he doesn't play or if he's not 100%, that puts more, It makes it even more taxing for the Knicks. So under is my official play.
1: Um, I hear you. I like the underplay Um, waiting to hear in regard to Brunson. Uh, In regard to prop bets, uh, you know, he's up there in regard to rebounds, assists, uh, points, what have you. But one guy that I'm looking at, and that's Josh Hart. Probably my favorite play in this would be Josh Hart over rebounds because with Hartenstein out, uh, OG out, uh, and Randall out, um I, I think this team is, is really really up. Oh, something's changed. Some some news is out there right now. Stuff is, is, is changing on the board here. Um Yep. Something's going on. Um so I, I'm, I'm we'll see what happens, but if, if, if Hart is active um and those numbers are released. Uh, I, I like Hart over rebounds tonight. Uh, I think he's going to really have to be the guy that's going to be have to be get, going after those rebounds, especially in the paint. Uh, a little bit later on, you've got the Suns going up against the Golden State Warriors. Uh, the Suns are favored by one and a half on the road. The over-under is 243. You have a play here as well?
2: Yeah, when you take a look at it, Phoenix has uh, beaten Golden State three times this year already. Um, but I just don't trust Phoenix on the road they you know overall for the season this year they're 31 21 but overall against the spread they're 21 and 30 against the spread and um, you know I-, I think that Golden State coming back from that five game road trip they went four and one um, seven of the last 10 meetings between these two teams have gone o- over the total. But I like Golden State in this game here to knock off Phoenix. I'm getting two. It's not money, but um, I think that they can. Uh, I think they get a little bit of revenge here after losing the first three games. They're coming back home. Um, I don't trust the Phoenix. Like I said, they're nine games under, nine games under against the spread uh, overall for the season here. So 21 and 30 against the spread. I'd rather take Golden State, the home team. Uh, they're playing well. They've won four or five, and they're all on the road.
1: Before we let you go, I know you always like to dabble in uh, in some uh, college. Hoops. What's your favorite college play tonight?
2: I have a couple of them, Anita, but one of them that I gave out on Twitter, which is Joe with Sports, um, Conference USA. New Mexico State's playing UTEP. And many people don't pay attention to the Aggies and the Miners here, but um, they're both about 500. New Mexico State's 11 and 12. UTEP's 12 and 11. But uh, New Mexico State is uh, 8 and 2 in this series. And they're getting six. And UTEP has lost three of their last four games here. I think that New Mexico State getting six. On the road against a suspect UTEP team, which has struggled, as I mentioned, losing three or four. And overall for the season, they're just 7-12-1 against a spread. So I think we got a live road dog here. And you know how much I love the dogs, uh, with the exception of the Super Bowl. Um, New Mexico State plus the six is one of my plays. And look for Colorado to knock off Arizona today in the Pac-12. Uh, Colorado playing two uh, on the money line. I like them to knock off Arizona.
1: Fantastic! All right, hey uh, Joe, uh, let the folks know when and where they could tune into your show.
2: Thanks, Anita. I'm on every Saturday mornings at eight a.m. We uh, kick it off, and uh, you know it's February, March Madison, in February, and of course uh, I'm on with you every week, Anita. Thanks for having me on, and uh, you know I'm, I'm one of us. Are going to be pretty happy tomorrow night, um, you know? But I'm on the San Francisco 49ers. They can follow me on Instagram or Twitter. Joe is sports. We put our free picks all the time. Uh, let's hope we have a great game.
1: You got it. Uh, he's Joe Wiz here, joins us each and every Saturday on 98.70 SPN. Uh, quick break. We come back. I'll try to find out what's going on. Uh, a lot of the prop bets were taken off the board uh, just a minute ago. So not sure if uh, Siakam, Halliburton. We'll find out uh, if we've got some news out there. I'll share that with you when we get back right here on 98.70 SPN.